0: Hello, welcome to JasonNewland.com. My name is Jason Newland, and this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. And little Andres laying on the floor. You want to cuddle? Do you want a cuddle? Come on then. Kill. You can have a cuddle. Oh, he's being a bit needy at the moment. And you, no, mind the microphone. Mind the microphone. Good boy. <clears throat> so, today, well, I suppose I should just mention that you can listen to this podcast on my website with our adverts at the beginning and continuous play so just go to there it's in the menu on the website and you can just press play and it will play every single recording which will last um, probably about 400 hours so you might not you might not be listening to it for the whole time Hello. No. You can sit on my lap if you want. Haven't got to get down unless you do need to do a wee wee. Oh, you want to sniff that? Okay. So I've got this. I think this is number three hundred and seventy-one. I think. Which is quite weird, because it doesn't seem very long ago that I was at number 300. So now we're here, it's getting towards 400. And it now means that I have literally had the equivalent of doing one recording every two days for the last two years of these recordings. I mean admittedly sometimes I do loads or day after day and then maybe have a gap. I've had gaps of weeks, maybe more sometimes 10 to 14 days in the past but it sort of works out about once every two days. So I'm quite, I'm really impressed with myself. Oh, wow. I don't know if the word impressed is the correct one, but uh, I'm pleased. That I've st- I'm pleased that I've stuck at it. I mean, sticking at things isn't hasn't always been my greatest skill. I mean, you know, I suppose I've stuck at this free service since 2006. But you know, particular podcasts or um, series of, you know, recordings. For example, the Hypnotic Buffet. Did I... How many did I do of those? 28, I think. Then I stopped. And they were fairly popular on YouTube when I first started doing them and you may be thinking you know what Jason no matter how often you mention hypnotic buffet or hypno chats we're not going to listen sorry we're not listening to them doesn't matter how good you think they are doesn't matter how much work you put into them we're not listening to them because we don't want to You can't make us which is true, which is true. Not the bit about it. it's. Well, yeah, it's all true. It's all down to an individual person, but. I quite like them. I actually got a podcast just for the Hypnotic Buffet. Uh, not a podcast, an app. But I cancelled it in the end. Had an app for the Deep Sleep Whisper as well. Oh, I canceled it in the end, <laughs> so yeah, it's um no, I'm quite I'm just quite pleased. I don't know if I've stuck at this, I've stuck at the deep sleep whisper. I think I did number two hundred and six or two hundred and seven today, or yesterday, rather, and the relaxation for stress and anxiety. I did hundred and number 114, I think, today as well. Just like about an hour ago, actually. Just over an hour ago. And that was a deep relaxation session. It's really good. <laughs> it's really, really good. I do recommend it. Uh, I've done two versions. One with me just talking, and the other one with me with fart sounds in the background. So, yeah, I'm not sure what, which one will be most popular. No, it's, it's music, it's music. It's weird that I kind of have to correct myself and just, just make sure that people don't really think that there's farts in the background. Mind you, listening to this, you might think, well, we're used to the background farts. But they're not mine, they're Andre's. I tell you, they're Andre's. Swear on a banana skin, they're Andre's. Don't you mean, square, swear on a squirrel? Swearing on a squirrel was your thing last time, wasn't it? Yes, I tried it out. Didn't feel it really worked. Swearing on a squirrel, it rolls off your tongue, but you know can you imagine if people listen to this for the first time? I don't mean this particular recording, because everyone listens to it for the first time, the people that are listening to it. But if no one's ever listened to any of my stuff, and someone said to him, oh, you should listen to this bloke, he's, he's very boring, and he will just lull you to sleep by just talking about absolutely nothing for an hour. And you start listening, and it's, I'm talking, I'm, This is me talking about farting and swearing on squirrels. Probably be quite weird. I don't know, really. It seems normal to me, but... so the um what's I going to say the yeah, it's been quite a productive day, really. I mean I've not been to bed yet, but it's what is it two two fifty seven in the morning um I was in bed till about one in one in the afternoon. And then I got up, I went to bed again about just before six for a couple of hours. Just had a little afternoon, an afternoon snack, or an afternoon nap rather. It's kind of like a snack of sleep. And I uh, I haven't watched much in the way of television. Uh, took. I went and got some a little bit of food because I, you know, needed to go and get some milk. And I got, yeah, really, that was it: milk, some cans of Coke, and a couple of chocolate bars. So probably not the healthiest shop, but you know, I just thought I'd get a few little bits. The milk was the important one, really. Uh, I was going to get some uh, bog roll, I had some t- toilet roll, but I didn't have any. Which is okay, I've got, uh, got probably got enough. And the. I came home, I went on my own, so I didn't take Andre. I think he was asleep, or he might have been making love to his girlfriend, so I'm not sure, one of those things, but he, um, I went out, I came back, it was a lovely day, and I, what did I do? Yeah, that was probably about three o'clock. Yeah, it was because I watched Minder at 3.40. I left here about four minutes past three. So I walked up there, went downstairs, turned right and turned left. Went across the field, turned left, crossed the road to the end, to the next road. Turned left a little bit, then turned right. Cross the road and turn left and walk down, turn right and got my stuff. Yeah, I turned right into the door, I opened the door with my elbow. I'm lucky I've got fingers on my elbow, so it's quite good. And I haven't, I don't know why I said that. It'd be quite handy though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would it? I don't know. If you are wrestling, So you imagine if you were arm wrestling, you had your arm on the side, the edge of the table. But you were able to grip the edge of the table, as well as have your hand there and be arm wrestling. That definitely gives you some leverage. I'm not sure what other benefits there could be. I suppose... I suppose you could get up to sort of no good, couldn't you? And say, it wasn't me. Look, it wasn't that. My hands are here. It wasn't me. be good for pickpocketing, shoplifting. I mean, you could literally shoplift sweets while your hands are there, while you're doing a card trick to the person in front of you. You could be pickpocketing them. I mean, I don't know any card tricks or magic tricks, but I'm just saying if you... Were a magician. But then if you was a magician. You might not want to be a pickpocket. I don't know really. It's hard to know isn't it? Hmm. Swimming. I suppose it would be quite handy. Because you could just. You could just put your arms out straight. And just wiggle your fingers. On both your your hands and your elbows. So you wouldn't have to really do much effort, just wiggle your fingers a bit. Especially if you had fingers on your knees as well. I mean, I'm not saying automatically because you've got fingers on your, on your elbow that you can have fingers on your knees, but I'm just saying it's, it'd be handy. Handy, but uncomfortable when you're, when you're kneeling down. You'd have to have very, very loose trousers, so when you kneel down, you could put your hand out flat, which then would stop you from falling over. In fact, you could actually, if it was the equivalent to a hand, but it was a foot, so you had a foot on your knee, and a foot where the normal foot is, and then a, a foot on your knee as well, you could kneel down and pretend to be really short. But literally have a foot there. So you could do like a a magic trick. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I have to edit that to make it sound a bit quieter. Um so all in all yesterday was a fairly okay day got some stuff done got some uh, website work done and Yeah, I didn't do any work on my course because I've got an online course that I enrolled in the day before yesterday. So I need to start, it's not a long course to be fair, I could probably finish it quite quickly. but and I'd like to maybe go through it again tomorrow, start going through it a bit more because I've done part of it. And then maybe go through it again, and just think what bits I can take out of it and use in some of my recordings. So, because it's um, an anxiety uh, course, so I thought maybe do try and use it uh, for or to help others really, and myself as well. So that's, that's kind of what I'm planning the other thing was, I've not heard anything from the NHS hospital yet about the job um, application I made, so I've not heard anything, and so yeah, I'm just waiting for that to see what they say, if they're going to give me an an interview or if they're going to... I don't know how they do interviews now. It might might be by Skype, you know, it might be by video call, maybe on the telephone. It probably won't be in person, you know, so I don't know. That might be a benefit to me. Because if it's by telephone, I can just say, yeah, hi, I really, really wanna work. Yeah, (laughs) I just think I'm creepy, will not they, if I did that? But the... Yeah, I'm not sure how it works now, really. Everything's a little bit weird at the moment, so I don't know. But they are definitely looking for people. I mean, the job is actually called Urgent... um, It's got the word Urgent in the title. And it's, you know, as I said, I mentioned in my last recording, I think it is a paid position. So, uh, I'm just, I'm interested. I'm interested to see if they even interview me. Because I put down my date of birth, which you don't have to, but I put down my date of birth on the cover note of the CV because they can work it out anyway roughly by looking at the CV and looking at when you went to school you know because it says i left school in 1986 which means the, the oldest you can leave school is 18 and the youngest well I was actually 15 but it's generally 16 if you leave or if you do your A levels maybe you stay till you're 18 in in the UK that is in England so what I've got to do is add 18, and the years up to now. So they're gonna be looking at me thinking, well, he's, oh my God, I'm 49, my goodness. So they'd think I'm at least 47, even if I left school at 18. I left at 15, but I was just, uh, I was the youngest person in my, in my year. I think I might. There might be someone else, but I'm pretty sure I was the youngest because I was born in the end of August, and I went to start school at the beginning of September. And some people were having their next birthday in September, so there's people there that were a year older than me, which was okay. I mean, didn't have a huge effect on my life really. I was pretty much the younger year I should have been in the younger year really if I'd only been I think if I'd have been um, yeah if if my birthday had been something like 10 days a week or two weeks later I would have been in the younger year So, you know, it's just the way it is. But it wasn't, so there you go. So I'm just thinking, yeah, I wonder... I don't even know what kind of uh, job is available in this NHS uh, thing because it says urgent non-clinical positions. Which, to me, that would say non-clinical would be... Well, what is clinical? I mean, obviously surgeons are clinical. Nurses are clinical. Psychiatrists are clinical. Psychologists. Healthcare workers are clinical, aren't they? clinical wouldn't that be more kind of up personal with doing personal care being like close to the patients I, i might be wrong so i generally don't know what they're what they're going to be looking for i mean i i think quite a good job for me would be a hospital porter and I don't mean like a kitchen porter, like you're washing pans and stuff I've done that. I don't really fancy doing that again, but pushing the trolleys, pushing people around um in trolleys, you know not trolleys on in their beds <laughs> in pushing people around in the supermarket trolleys, but pushing people around in the beds and taking them to the wards and taking them to the have x-rays and stuff like that. That would suit me very perfectly. I just think it would be fun. Because I'd be able to talk to the people and hopefully make them feel a bit more relaxed, you know? So it might it might be a really, that would be quite a rewarding job with very little responsibility as well. Be able to go around and people know me and say, "Hey, it's Jason the bed pusher." And I don't know if they would call him. They'd put it the porter, wouldn't it? Jason, it's Jason the porter. It's JJ the porter. Oh, they won't know. The when I'm not there, I'm JJ the hypnotist. Ooh. Or JJ, the most boring man in the world. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested to see what's going on. What's going to happen there. But they had a cut off of the 9th. And I do believe it's the 9th today. So today is the cut point for the application for that... Those jobs, I don't know how many there are. If they give me the option, I might apply for a, a nighttime position. But the flip side to that would be, um, at the moment, I can sleep at night. I can, I can be awake at night and sleep all day. but if I want to sleep at night I can you know if it's noisy outside in the summer it can get a little bit boisterous and people are out cutting their lawns and just enjoying the summer I suppose that wouldn't be ideal if I was working night shift and also if I was working night shift when would I make recordings? Because I'd be awake. Or well, I'd be asleep during the day. Would I make the recordings when I got home? Which would probably be, sort of, 8, 9 in the morning. Maybe 7, 8, I don't know, whatever time. If I, Let's say if I work from 10 to 6. 10 in the evening to 6 in the morning. It's going to take me a minimum of an hour and a half to get home from work because it's two buses plus the wait plus the walk from the buses so that's a minimum probably what's it 20 the first bus from the hospital takes me to the bus station get off then wait for the next one which could be any we're up to half an hour wait. Get that, and then that's about 40 minutes. And then when I get off there, there's walking home as well from there. So probably about an hour and a half. So an hour and a half there, hour and a half back. So it's three hours added on to the eight hours. So that's 11 hours. So I'll be getting home at... Six, seven, eight, seven thirty in the morning, and yeah, it means I'd be awake in the afternoon, like early evening. But then, when would I? When would I make a recording when it's quiet? I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's a fantasy, I don't know, just, just seems an opportunity to, you know, if I can help people, it's nice to help people like virtually from a distance and when I say helping people, it might sound like I'm being arrogant and cocky. I'm just going on what other people tell me. I'm sure there's plenty of people listen and think, "What's he going on about?" Or she keep, and other people to think. Yeah, yeah. Then more people might think. Well, you know, different different uh, reactions from different people. But to be able to be do something face to face to fish push, to fish to fish seems like uh, possibly a, quite a good an opportunity and it's you know the, the rate of pay I think is I think it's like 17 grand a year so it's just above minimum wage really or maybe it's that is minimum wage now I don't know so it's, it's not like a huge amount of money, but I'll feel like I've won the lottery for the first couple of months because suddenly I have money. It's like wow! Not for the first month because I won't get paid for probably a month, but it's like wow! Just what would be seventeen grand one thousand seven I think seventeen grand should be at least take home a thousand pound a month, which you know is twelve thirty fifty six. maybe more, maybe eleven hundred pound a month. At least a thousand pounds I say. And then take off the rent. Bills, food. <laughs> mm I won't feel rich at all. I might feel rich seeing the number and then just <laughs> see the number dwindling down. But that's alright. Or is it? (laughs) Or is it? Oh, just readjust me bum. I've got... uh, I took Andre out earlier. He's really been hassling me to go out. And even earlier, just when I first started doing this recording, he was hassling me. And I... I took him out. I thought, okay, fair enough, we'll go out. It was... um, It was dark outside, so it was definitely... Probably about 8 o'clock, I'd say. About 8 o'clock. Went and walked around. And... Now that I've got the extension lead on his lead that you know extends, he can move further and further away from me, which means he never comes anywhere near me when we're outside. Doesn't want to be anywhere near me. All he wants to do is get away. I sometimes think like just just letting him off the lead, just letting him go. It's like a little bit childish of me. I sometimes think, well, if you really... If you really hate me that much, then go. But I know it's not because he wants to get away from me. He just wants to explore. He's excited, you know. It's just, just all the smells, all the fresh smells of the grass and... The dog poo and... Who knows what else he's enjoying... He's just loving digging and rubbing himself against everything. He just, having to, he just loves it. He's really happy. And he's he's not even aware that I'm there. Apart from occasionally I look back. So he's, he's, he remembers I'm with him. Or sometimes remembers, oh wait a minute, where's daddy? And he stops, he looks back to see who I am. So that, that's quite cute. But I know that I really think that if I let him off... I do sometimes let him off, but only when I know I can catch him. And there's enough space. You know, Wouldn't never don't ever do it near, near bushes or a ditch or anything... Because he will just run into the ditch. And he's done it a few times, and I've struggled to catch him. Went over to school... The the actual strap broke. This is last year. And he ended up the other side of the fence of the school. And he was just running into the darkness. And. I didn't know what to do. It's a high fence. The fence is about as high as my chest. But I had to just. I had to jump over it. I had no choice. So I did. Landed on my back. Glasses were in the dark they just fell off me hurt me my leg a little bit I managed to get up and I think he stopped running and I called him and he he came and got me I went and got him but I was like what the fuck I think he was surprised that I wasn't actually with him, so yeah, and then I was stuck there. I don't think I had my phone on me, and what I needed is a hand to get back over, because this time I had Andre in me in one of my hands, so I couldn't use both my hands which would have been handy if I'd had one on my elbow and I was waiting for people to pass by so I could sort of get them to hold Andre while I kind of climbed over not one single person to be seen and this was I don't know half ten at night I was just like and I'm literally opposite where I live and there's no one around I thought should I shout try and get someone's attention or shall I just kick the gate in because I'm, I'm pretty sure if I put all my weight on the gate it would probably buckle if I really kind of went at it but in the end I found a telegraph pole which is also right near the part of the gate as I was able to climb up hold on to the teleph- telegraph pole and hope that I was able to jump out from the gate because my feet looked like they might be stuck in the gaps of the gate as I was trying to sort of balance but I did manage to land on my feet this time and I walked back... like a little wounded hero... It was absolutely... really ridiculous... And the reason why the strap broke... on his harness... is because... he gets underneath the fence... or he goes into one of the railings... and he starts rolling... That's his little crocodile roll. He's now having some crunchies. Some dry food, having a big old crunch. Oh dear, oh dear. couple of days I've been working out on my punch bag my shoulders and my back and my arms are a little bit sore it's quite nice I did think that the right side of the bracket or the rack looked like it might come out again but I think it's just the seal where I put some extra glue around it, the seal's broken a bit but it looks like the actual nut that's in it is solid. Because I've had a right go at it for a couple of times, and it seems to be fairly sturdy, so that's good. And it's nice to have a little workout. I haven't done any weights today, so perhaps I need to do some. would have done this. And the one th- the one thing that's very prominent in this room is my sit-up bench my abdominal body sculpture since 1965 i really don't feel drawn towards it <laughs> it's weird cuz i can do l- a lot of sit-ups as long as I don't go all the way down if I don't go all the way back because it's, it's curved so I literally would practically have my head on the floor because it's very high high bench with um, things to grip my feet under and so I can put my hands on as well while I'm waiting to do it but I can do the sit ups where you go down and you go up again up and down whatever. and I could do a lot of them a lot I could probably do about 50 which would be more than I'd be able to do if I just I don't know if I sat on the floor again I'd need something to grip my feet I just can't do it without something holding my feet you know, in one place it doesn't work for me otherwise but I was surprised I can do 50 50 setups without too much problem So there must be some remnants of muscle still in there. Very hidden, very, very well hidden. Just like my talent. Very, very well hidden. Almost unrecognisable. But the fact is, and I do say this um, in some of my recordings, not these ones, but... The simple fact, physiologically... Is we've all got very, very strong stomachs. Regardless of whether you've got a six-pack or not, you have to have a strong stomach in order to mo- walk, in order to walk, to move around, to bend, to stretch. You have to have a strong stomach. Even if you're overweight, you've still got a strong stomach. So all of us have got muscles in our stomach that are very strong now that's my little pep talk to myself but it is true I I do I believe it to be true therefore it makes me feel all rosy and cosy inside Andre's just on one at the moment now with some water is now just done a poo on the paper. I know I shouldn't get excited about some, such things, but I didn't have to mention it, didn't because over the last few days I've been saying on the paper please baby on the paper you know whenever he's gone to do it on the floor on the carpet and sometimes he backs up because you know he's a good boy generally but right now he's just done it on the paper so I've been sort of kind of leaving him alone to try and I I started putting less paper down because it was getting too silly I want him I want it to be right in the corner so he knows where it is. So that I can also have a bit of access to some of the floor. I mean it's supposed to be my floor. And that poo he just did, it, it really stinks and it's right near me. Oh. oh dear oh dear That's the downside of sitting in this chair in the corner. It's not in the corner; but it's near the corner. In reality, they only really smell like cat food. It doesn't really smell of anything bad. It's uh, just quite good. He he was a bit naughty earlier though, because I was in. I did a, a rel- deep sleep whisper hypnosis session last night in my shed my recording studio and then I went back an hour or so later or a couple of hours later and I did a relaxation uh, for stress one but it was a relaxation session so I needed to be quiet so I went in there closed this door in here closed the door in the bedroom and went to the recording studio the shed let's call it what it is it's a shed it's a shed covered in bubble wrap and everything was going quite nice it's, it's, it's a quite good sound it's quiet as it was until Andre must have woken up because he was scratching at the door. But really scratching, not just mildly interested in what's going on. This was, open this door now. Daddy, Daddy, I said, open this door now. And he was getting really, I could hear it which was a little bit surprising because I didn't think I'd be able to hear it as much being in the shed. But it was, yeah. I could hear it through the wall because these walls I think the wall between the bedroom and the Living room isn't like a thick wall, it's not, it's uh, yeah. So, I have to get some soundproofing into the bedroom on a bedroom wall. Uh, so, I thought, what shall I do? So, I had to pause the recording. I came out, I told him off, I held him up, I looked at him in the eyes, I said, Stop stop he was kissing me I said okay so he's he's understood I put him back down I closed the door and again scratch scratch, scratch scratch like even more so so what I did is I, f- I went back into the shed and I thought no it's too I'm not sure if it was even eligible or recognised on the recording but I could hear it and it was it might just be me being oversensitive but you know wasn't pleased so in the end I put him into the bathroom cupboard which sounds worse than it is because he likes that cupboard he likes going in there and playing and going to sleep in the carrier bags so I thought you know what I'll put him in there for the next 15 minutes because I just needed to finish the recording and when I went in there he was just asleep. So what I might try and do is sort out that cupboard and make it so I make it nice so I can actually put him in there for during when I'm doing a like a long recording. Uh, in the garden shed or maybe just on those occasions when he's being naughty because quite often I'll I'll close the door he'll be asleep he'll be totally, totally ob- oblivious to what's going on and he won't care I mean sometimes he'll look at me and watch me close the door does nothing just lays out like, But uh, this, you know, earlier he was a bit too excitable. I don't know what goes through his mind. I mean it's it is a lot to do with just closed doors. He does not like doors that are closed. He expects every door to be open at all times. It's just a thing. A thing with him. And I think it's a thing with. Probably just a thing with ferrets generally maybe. But it's definitely with him. Plus he's got a foot fetish. So he's. There's a few different like quirks that he's got. There's some other things. But I won't tell you everything. I don't want to spoil the mystique of Andre. But he's a strange one it's probably not strange at all, I'm probably, I'm probably stranger than he is, probably, probably, let's have a little drink, Mm, so what is it today, it's Thursday now, Yeah, I'm just gonna I've got enough milk to get me through for the next couple of days. So I don't have to do anything on that front, so I don't have to go to the shops tomorrow or today rather. But Friday maybe I need to, although it is it's a bank holiday weekend this this week in England. Uh, or the UK and there's so it's Good Friday on Friday Saturday I'm not sure if it's called Good Saturday is it? or maybe like Average Saturday then there's Easter Day Sunday Easter Sunday and I think Easter Sunday is normally on a Sunday and then you've got um Easter Monday, I guess, was bank holiday Monday, and it's really weird because it would m- mean very little to a lot of people. You know, there was, I remember, there was a time when I was working, and especially in call centres, they'd ask us to choose a bank holiday that we were willing to work, and we get paid double. Because we were, we were allowed, officially, allowed to have a bank holiday off. But they had to staff the offices. So they'd ask us to volunteer to work a bank holiday Monday. Because I think there's... How many bank holidays are there? You've got one in... Um, bum, 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 bum. April... I think there's two in May, one in August, and then you got. I suppose bank holidays don't have to be Mondays, today Because Boxing Day's a bank holiday. I think. Anyway, the the office, the, especially the one I was last at, I think even other ones they say. Which ones do you want to work? Do you can you choose a bank holiday to work, and you get, you get yeah I think it was you get a day off in lieu. You you know you get the day off that you're supposed to get, plus you'll get paid double time or something like that. So I used to choose Easter because oh no, August bank holiday. Did I think you don't remember that one? So there's always an August bank holiday. So one, two, one, two. Because my birthday is often on a bank holiday weekend. Because if my if my birthday is on a on a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, or a Monday, it comes it falls on a bank holiday weekend. Because it's the last weekend of August. If it falls on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, if it falls on a Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday, then it doesn't. So the odds are greater that it's going to fall on a bank holiday weekend than not. There's a, I don't know what the percentage is, but four out of seven. So you could say four out of seven years. My birthday would be on a bank holiday weekend. Yeah. So that's quite groovy. I think I share the same birthday as Michael Jackson. So. I would choose the Easter bank holiday, just one of them. I wouldn't want both, so I could still have three days off and just work for one, you know. And I would say um, I have to have the bank holiday weekend in August because I don't work on my birthday haven't done since I was a lot younger stopped working on my birthday like 20, 20 odd years ago probably longer actually probably early, early 90s I decided no because I actually had on my 18th birthday I was given tickets to go and see Michael Jackson concert at Wembley I think it was Wembley yeah and Wembley Stadium or Arena I don't know i just got a new job i just turned 18 and the tickets were for This doesn't even sound right now. I might have got it wrong. But anyway, I didn't go to the concert because I didn't want to take time off in the first week of this job. And I regretted it because I was a big uh, fan of his music. And it would have been a great opportunity, I think, back then because he was pretty much in his prime, you know, well because that was his prime when he was 10 but you know in the early 80s and this had been 1988 and he was doing the bad tour you know so yeah I never got to see it never got to see him And it was after that that I thought, after sort of contemplating and thinking about it and, you know, trying to learn from what I've done, I came to the conclusion that I should never work on my birthday. Nah. I'm not doing that no more. So I did... uh, Well, I I did. I didn't. I didn't, you know. What I did is... Even when I was earning, like, practically no money, I'd always take the day off on my birthday. If I could afford to, I'd go up the West End. So I'd buy, I'd go to to get a travel card from the Tube Station. Walk to the Tube Station, get a travel card, and then just go up to Oxford Street... Or Tottenham Quarter Road tube station would be probably one of my routes that I would take. Come out of there, turn right, or maybe go the other exit. Sometimes I'd have a walk up Sorrow, Have a look in the windows. And then I'd go to the bookshops and there was sure there was books etc I don't think it exists anymore but waterstones, books etc foils blackstones there was an American bookstore that was really good but I think it closed so down I think that was Is it Charent Cross Road It's the road that leads where all the theatres, lots of theatres are. But anyway, it's where Foils, which is, it was one of the most famous book, and oldest bookshops in the world. Uh, One of them, in the Western world anyway. And, I mean, I say that, I mean, Bethlehem might have a bookshop that's, that's going to be an old one, isn't it? Unless it's a new one, then it's, then it's not. So I just uh, used to go there. If I had the money, I'd buy a book. If I didn't have the money, I'd at the very least try and have enough and I'd buy a McDonald's, which was opposite Tottenham Court Road Tube Station. Next to that was the. I'm sure it was a Virgin. The Virgin store. But maybe it was the HMV, unless HMV and Virgin were both together next to each other. It's possible. So I went. Used to go there have a have a uh, McDonald's meal. Always the same thing: quarter pound of cheese and a, a shake, strawberry or banana. That was the only thing I ever ever had at McDonald's, and it's rare. We didn't have a McDonald's where I lived. Uh, they did, they do now, but they didn't in the early nineties. So the only time I got to have a McDonald's was if I went all the way to the West End. Or there was one in Leighton, or Leighton, no Leightonstone, but that was a f- a bit a bit of a walk to get there, and I think they had one in Wardenstow as well, again a fair walk. Um, but there's one in Stratford. I'm going say there's one. There's probably more than one now. But they, used, they used to be Burger King. So, if you go into Stratford, it's, again, it's all changed. So I don't know if it's like that now, but I can tell you what it used to be like. There is a. the entrance to Stratford Shopping Centre, not the shopping centre now, like the Blueberry, Bluebird, or whatever it's called, that they built. Uh, when they did the Olympic Games 2012. But this was just a, it was a cool, it was a nice shopping centre, actually. I can't complain about it. It had everything you needed, everything that I needed anyway. But there wasn't anything else. That was it. That's all there was. And there used to be, a, I think, a pizza hut. As you saw, just on the side just before you got to the shopping centre, and on the right-hand side, if you looked at the entrance, the right-hand side was a shoe shop. I was actually dating someone that was friends. No, I think she worked in there. Yeah, uh, for a little while, and on the left hand side I can't remember what was there but that I think got taken over as a McDonald's in 2000 maybe 2001 maybe it was late 90s but I'm sure it was very very late 90s if anything and then going down through there's like a little archway and you go down through the corridor's quite big and it would be absolutely packed full of people like literally up each other's bums as they walk along it was that really stuck together which I didn't really enjoy Um, but I kind of I suppose just, just got on with it really on the right hand side there was a news agent's big big news agents and you know they had sweets and drinks and all that stuff and loads of magazines. This is on the right hand side. On the left hand side, I think there might have been some women's shops like women's clothes and stuff so I didn't ever look at them. Possibly a jeweller's so I never looked at that because that's pointless. What do I look at a jewellers for? And then... Why? Ew. I don't wear jewellery at all. Not even a... a, a ring. No, no, don't do anything. No rings. I... Further up on the right hand side... I think there was a bakery... Like a I suppose a Greg's there could have been a Greg's Greg's has been around for a long time. Um and then there's a left hand side, I'm not sure on the li it was a bit like a big circle, a big space where there's shops around one end and shops around the other end. I know there was a bank. It was definitely a bank. I think it was a Barclays bank. And there was seating in the middle. Like a big round seat that people could sit on. And. I think there was uh, a travel agency as well. Maybe Thomas Cook or something like that. On the right. Going around. Oh, okay, I don't remember what was around there. But a little bit further on, there was a, a clothes shop. But the clothes they sold were quite good, but they were cheap. So I used to shop there. I used to get my jeans, I used to get shirts, silk shirts. But they were cheap. But, I don't know, I just, that's where I used to buy my clothes. Uh, so that was it. And... There was a turning off to the right, which led to an area that you wouldn't even know was there. But I'll tell you about that in a minute. So, where the closed shop is, we keep walking down. That leads towards two entrances. There's, there's shops on the right and shops on the left. And there's also market stalls, I think, in the middle. And there was steps going down, which led to the tube station, to so Stratford Tube Station. Or you could go straight across, walk outside, and there was a. I don't think there used to be a traffic. I think I don't think it used to originally have traffic lights there, but they put traffic lights, and um, so people could cross easier to get to the bus station. Stratford bus station and then walk over and get into the the tube station entrance which is just near the bus station. But on the right hand side as you walk towards the entrance or exit from the shopping centre into the tube station, there was... trying to think what was on the right hand side It was definitely a Sainsbury's Now that was the last one along so I guess that quite took up quite a lot of room so it was a Sainsbury's there I think there was a Boots chemist we didn't used to call them pharmacy back then we called them chemists I'm not sure what else was on the right on the left hand side one there was two that I remember there was a I think it was a pram shop, or like a a shop for babies, not for babies, but for people that are thinking of giving birth to babies, and sort of selling prams, so it was quite a big shop, mother care would it be, and next to that, there was a health food shop which i used to go into. Now, I don't think it was one of the big brands. It was like a private, you know, thing, but i used to go in there and i was friends with the owner. And as i'm sure you're aware, me being as health conscious and stuff that i am, i did actually used to be i used to take a lot of vitamins when i was younger. Uh, still trying to, I was trying to sort of put weight on. Uh, who, would have, who would have known? I just had to wait, just give it time, and it would have just happened naturally. But yeah, I used to take a lot of, and also during the period um, when I was unwell, the end of 2004 until the summer 2005, I'd had some problems, st- stomach problems. And I was trying everything, not everything, but like anything, everything I could sort of give a go at from the health food shop, just trying to kind of ease the symptoms. I went vegetarian, then I went vegan. And, yeah, so I used to get on really well with him. And what's the other place? Turning left. So if you turn back and actually what eventually became there was burger king opened up i think where the mother care was but that was early 2000s probably 2000 2001. so turning back going backwards again and turning left it led to a place you didn't know was there like first of all there was an exit or an entrance whichever way an entrance exit out of the shopping centre and then entrance into the shopping centre which was behind the um, it was the Stratford Theatre and there was there was some pretty cool shops down there that sold all kinds of weird like trinkets and just cool stuff you know gadgets and that so I used to go in there sometimes um, I'm trying to think how he got in there but I think you turned left and there's this whole area that had there was a, it was like a restaurant there was a, a bunch of shops some big discount store like big you know, big old place it was just hidden out that you wouldn't even know it was there and so I used to go in there and buy buy stuff as well. And sometimes of sign to eat. And there was these market stalls and just... It was amazing, really. And this was before Stratford was in the Olympics, before they made it all nice. This is when it was grotty. It was still... The shopping centre was quite cool. It was. Honest. Would I like to you right I've got to go because bum's telling me it's time to go so I shall speak to you again and just you know remember to be kind to yourself because you do deserve to be happy do something nice for yourself today and tomorrow and I'll speak to you very soon probably tomorrow Lots of love. Bye.